And that's part of a great song from my guest. That's just a little bit of All Wanna Party from Jason Benoit from Newfoundland. And uh, he's got a brand new release coming out in June. He's covering uh, Pointer Sisters' 1981 classic that Conway Twitty also covered. And we'll, most of you will know the title. We'll, we'll keep some of you in suspense. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, earlier this uh, month, in the month of May, he was nominated for Country Recording of the Year at the ECMAs. And, uh, man, he's had some great songs out, including All Wanna Party and Gone Long Gone. Uh, My pleasure now to welcome Jason Benoit to the show. Hey, Jason. Hey, how are you? I am doing great. It's so great to speak with you. I've enjoyed hearing your songs uh, on the radio over the last couple of years. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I've been been blessed to to have a few songs released that, you know, did did decent on radio. I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy. And it's cool, the ones that I know kind of show two different sides of you. we got All Wanna Party, which is the fun song, and then Gone Long Gone, which more, is more the sensitive, emotional side. So it's two <laughs> different sides of, yeah. of Jason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I was uh, yeah. lucky enough to, uh, to you know, when I released uh, the album that, that uh, they came out on, that was last June, and uh, and actually wrote all the songs on that album. So uh, it's pretty great to, to you know, to, be able to release a, a body of work that's it's just my stuff you know what i mean like so it's uh yeah. it's pretty great that uh, they've been received so well i've been uh, really blessed uh definitely and the album uh, from 2017 is called waves which people can get at itunes and man yeah to write all the songs i mean uh, a lot of artists are songwriters and sometimes they'll record other people's songs just to round out an album or for, for whatever reason but sure. you wrote all the tracks that's pretty amazing yeah i've um you know i was uh i've been writing for so long and i had just had so many songs and um, um the owner of the record label jensen vaughn uh he also you know he was listening to all the songs as i was writing them and and he felt like the you know there was a good body of work that we could make an album out of it uh, so he said, "Well, why don't we just uh, release your music and 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 you know use that as the focus for the for the album and, and the project?" So uh, that's what we did. So I was very lucky, very blessed. I'm I'm sure that you had more than the amount of songs you needed for the album. Was it tough to cut them down and make the choice to what actually made it? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it was it was tough to you know there's just, there's so many songs that you just love. And then there's songs that make sense um, in the in the actual current world of radio for country music. So uh, so right. it was you know it, it was a happy medium between you know uh, songs that we you know fell in love with and, and other songs that probably would do better at radio and and it's actually it's 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 very odd today that that that's how you have to think about it. You know it just <laughs> you know it just can't be a <laughs> a great song anymore uh but uh but you know right it's, uh, yeah it's, it's a little different but uh you have to think smart about it it is a business after all and i mean you know it has to be done the right way and and i was lucky enough to have a team behind me who uh who knew what they were doing and and between all the jigs and the reels we just we uh you know we s- selected those songs to release 
Yeah, that's got to be a tough um, line to walk, I guess, for any artist that, uh, you know, maybe likes to write stuff that isn't commercial. And so obviously for an album, you want to make it make it commercial. And like you said, think in terms of radio, but uh, I'm sure there are other times you want to write something that is just free form and not as structured, maybe a great well, song, but it doesn't necessarily follow. Uh, sorry, I had a call coming. Um, no, uh, actually... I think the biggest challenge today for for uh, contemporary country artists uh, uh, is, you know, which side of country do you want to release? Because, I mean, I grew up listening to classic country. Uh, so Johnny Cash, George Jones, um, you know, I loved all that stuff growing up. And that's a huge part of, uh, you know, what made me the artist that I am today and the writer. So, like, there's a massive side of me, uh, that a massive side of me, there's a, a, you know, a big part of me, um, that, that wants to do that. And that's where my heart is a lot of the time. And, um, and, but then, you know, there's another side of me that also loves the current, uh, uh, contemporary country music. And, uh, you know, so you have to try to balance it out and again, like have a happy medium to, to where you're happy doing the song and, you feel that there's, you know, you feel there's a, uh, uh, you feel there's there's a, some sort of um, inspiration from both sides when you write a song or re- you release a song, right? So I feel that way about my, with the way when I release music. So uh, that's just my my angle on it. Let's turn Jason to a song from that um, from your album waves and the song all want a party and i heard this on the radio a ton of times and it's a great fun up-tempo party song uh tell me a bit about the writing and the inspiration behind it actually yeah when i sat down to write uh that song i i had like the uh, early 90s uh garth brooks um uh, you know, sing along song in my head, like like right. uh, friends in low places, those kind of songs. And I and I sat and I sat down with that in mind, thinking like if I if I had a song uh, that I could do, it's just a sing along song and a good time. You know, uh, what, what what would I write? And and ended up I ended up writing that one. So uh, I was pretty happy with it, and seemed to be uh, you know a fan favorite when I do it. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. Let's hear it now from Jason Benoit. This is All Wanna Party on In the Country. Not going. 
till I made it. Cause we all wanna party on the weekend. Do a little smoking and a drinking. High pot rocking out the basement. Moonlight shining off a beer can. Been a long, hard week of working, man. We all wanna party on the weekend. And that is Jason Benoit from Newfoundland with his song All Wanna Party from his album Waves uh, that's out uh, was out in 2017. And, of course, you can get that at iTunes. There's great tracks on it, including another one we're going to hear a bit later in the show called Gone Long Gone. Uh, let's talk about uh, the song you're about to release in June. And, and speaking about classics, uh, 1981 was when the Pointer Sisters had a hit with this song. And I know that version, of course. And I'm a huge Conway Twitty fan and country music from back in the day. And he did a version of it. The song is Slow Hand. Uh, tell me about choosing Slow Hand, Jason, to record. Yeah. Um, it's actually kind of, uh, kind of strange how it all went down. It's just, you know, I was, um, I, again, like I was, I grew up listening to classic country. So it was always uh, a part of my repertoire to have some classic country songs in there. So um, over the last uh, summer, like last summer, um, doing festivals and shows, uh, Slow Hand was actually one of the songs that I picked to uh, to do in the show. So um, when we did it, and then management was, uh, heard it and uh, was thinking like it's it's actually wouldn't be bad as a as a contemporary release. Um, so as we did it a little, you know, we did it our way. Um, it's, it's a little bit more, you know, up tempo and. And just a little bit more uh, contemporary vibe to it, and because uh, the lyrics were great, and we knew it was a hit in '82 when Conway Twitty released it. Um, so uh, you know, it was just a no-brainer uh, to, to you know get a demo made and and you know uh, let the label hear it and say, what do you think about releasing this? And uh, they felt the same way as we did, and and we decided to uh, to go with the track. So I'm really excited about it. That's a great tune. I, I can't wait to uh, 
to hear that at radio and, um, you know, for people to start to hear it and, and enjoy it. It's going to be great. And uh, I think there's a version now online. Uh, if people go to YouTube, they can see more of an acoustic version or a different version of it. Yeah, that's right. I'm actually a, a part of the Sirius XM Top of the Country contest. And uh, that's, uh, so it's, uh, you know, a, a, a contest that, uh, that there's, uh, let me see. How do I explain it? <laughs> There's uh, three people chosen from East, West, and Central Canada, and okay. um, and then you get to go online and vote uh, for your favorite songs in your in your videos. We we all had to go to uh, uh, Halifax actually to record a video for that one, and I chose the uh, uh, slow hand to do for that one. Um, nice. And yeah, so uh, yeah, we, we uh, so that's that's available online now to go uh, to go listen to. At uh, it's actually if you put in in into the search for YouTube uh, top of the country, Sirius XM, um, all the videos will pop up there. So uh, great. And, and if you if you put Jason Bemwan into that search, mine will come up specifically. So. <laughs> so you could do that absolutely. Too. You could check you. out. Uh... <laughs> That version of Slow Hand, and I think you said the single is different from that. Uh, that's the version you did for that particular uh, purpose, but the single well, has, has its own sound. Yeah, the the video is uh, is more of a stripped down version of the uh, how the single will sound, but the structure of right. the song exactly how I sing it, and I actually wrote a bridge for the song that's not in the original um, that we added. So uh, that's in the uh, in the acoustic video and will be in the, in the, um, in the single that we release as well. So it's uh, great. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, let's talk about your influences, Jason, who are the artists and you've talked about your love of classic country. Who are the artists uh, as you were, uh, growing up and starting your own musical sound, who are the Mm -hmm. ones that influenced you? Well, there's just there's so many eras of country music that and a lot of them had a big impact on me. I think it started with uh, like the you know the Johnny Cash and the George Jones uh, era of country, and then as we moved up, you know the, the '80s country, George Strait and um, Alan Jackson, '90s, uh, you know uh, mm-hmm. Garth Brooks. Uh, there's so many uh, Brooks and Dunn, Travis Tritt, Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. Just uh, that's that's the I was born in '84, so uh, you know, I had a big influence from the early '80s. Uh, I mean, I mean, like from the '80s to the '90s country, like massive influence. So, um, love that stuff, definitely. So many great artists from that period, and I, you know, I was listening in the '80s and, and uh, since then, and, and to prior stuff, and yeah, the '80s and '90s had such a great sound in country music. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a different. Uh, it's it's a, it has a traditional feel to it. Um, you know, I think it, it's a lot of it is the writing and and the uh, uh, the subject matter. I think uh, mm-hmm. because um, you know, like it seems like they they did a throwback to like uh, back in the say '60s '70s when there was a, just a lot of drinking songs and <laughs> a lot of sad. <laughs> you know, they they weren't afraid to put their heart on their sleeve. I think. Uh, yep. And I think that's, to me, that's what grabbed me about country, and that's why I loved it so much. It just yeah. made you feel something. I mean, you can't you can't tell me, you know, you, you can't listen to, you know, he, uh, She Stopped 
uh, he stopped loving her today or, yeah. um, you know, something like that and, and not feel something when you, when you hear it. Cause it's, it's just, these songs are, they're so sad. And, uh, I mean that, that uh, it, it's, you know, it sounds weird, but that's the side of country that actually drew me in and just, just gave yeah. me the, just the heart, the, the feeling in the songs. And, and then, you yeah. know, then, then it developed into the, you know, the, the fun songs like the friends in the places and the, and the campfire songs that, that people just, uh, you know, love to hear over and over again. Like I walked the line and Johnny cash mm-hmm. and like, just, just, uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's incredible. It's a country music, such an incredible genre with it. Uh, totally. You know, it's, 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 yeah. I, 100% I agree, and it's the, you know, and it's got it all, as you said, it's got those ballads, mm. Conway Twitty, Hello Darling, and the George Jones song you mm. mentioned, and on and on, Merle Hager stuff, uh, I was big into Alabama back in the day, I, oh, yeah. I still am, but yeah. that's when I got into them, back then, uh, Restless Heart, and uh, mm-hmm. Steve Warner, and on and on, but yeah, you've got the emotional songs, you've got the fun up tempo songs, it just, it's just got a little bit of everything. Yeah, definitely, and there's also like topics that you couldn't do it seems like in a pop song that just wouldn't work. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, like you, you just can't imagine like, um, you know, uh, uh, geez, like singing about your tractor, or, you know, like <laughs> cotton fields or, you know, just stuff like that. Just, 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 just doesn't feel right in, in pop songs. So, I mean, it has to, no, it wouldn't. That's fit. why it's called, that's why it's called country music, right? It's about the country. That's right. That's, <laughs> so, uh, that's too funny. So it has, yep, there's it has stuff to that country music that's does wrong. well, exactly. And and those kind of songs obviously fit into country. And then it's all the message songs that you do get in other genres, but not to the extent that country mm-hmm. music offers the Independence Days, uh, you know, from Martina and Garth and the River and all those kind of songs. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. That inspire us, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. positive messages. Yeah, oh, definitely. It kind of takes its, um, it takes, the uh, you know, the baton from like the folk side from the 70s and stuff like that where you know they were just telling stories you know that's the mm-hmm. thing about country music too you can you know you can get a really good story out of it that you it's really yeah. tough to uh that, that you know today in, in in pop um you know it's a lot of repetition it's just a lot of some some songs you know they don't make sense at all but it doesn't matter because it's, yeah. it's got a good beat and and that's uh, right. you know so uh in pop right but but country yep. it just it, it has that has the the storytelling and I think it'll always have that, which will, uh, which, which will, you know, make country music uh, a genre forever in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The bottom line or the baseline is that the stories make sense. As you said, it's not mm-hmm. overly repetitive, but there's actually something to it lyrically. And uh, there's just, just a little more to it. Uh, speaking of that's that, right, let's turn right. to one of your great songs, Jason called gone long gone. Uh, and this is a mm-hmm. great ballad from you with, as we were talking a moment ago about emotion and heartfelt stuff, this captures it. Tell me about that song. Uh, yeah, I wrote that one um, uh, one day uh, after I was speaking with one of my friends who, uh, you know, I was having a conversation with them and, and he had just broke up with his girl and, uh, you know, he was having a hard time uh, with it. And uh, just, uh, you know, through talking to him and everything. And, you know, he, he really loved her, I, I think. And uh, and he was just being stupid. He was young and, and doing things he shouldn't be doing. And he ended up losing her. And, uh, you know, it's a common tale today. Uh, but uh, 
so I, he he said I, one line that that grabbed me was you know I had it all and and, and in a moment it was gone and and uh, and I took this I took that line and and I went with it and wrote Gone Long Gone. Let's hear it now from my guest Jason Benoit. You'll find this on his uh, 2017 album Waves, Gone Long Gone on In the Country. Waiting for that cell to go off To tell me you're coming back You didn't mean what you said And you're sorry we fought I hear someone come in I'm thinking, girl, it must be you But it's just a friend Said he's found somebody new For the fortunate few She'll come back again Well if it's meant to be She'll come find you Well man I'd love to chill Sit around and talk a while But this is driving me crazy Got a lot to think about I don't want to hear about Your problems Got my own now Can't solve them That's Jason Benoit with Gone Long Gone, and uh, his new song, Slow Hand, will be released in June, his version of the Pointer Sisters hit, and also Conway Twitty's hit, and uh, we'll hear Jason's take on that song when it hits radio in June. Uh, 
for songwriting, Jason, how far does that go back for you? Uh, like, when did you first start writing your first few songs? Um, I started when I was 16. I'm 33 right now, so for for you quite doing a this a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And at and at that age, what drew you to writing songs? What was it that that made you do that? Well, I I started playing guitar when I was 14 and singing and. Uh, I'm not really sure. I mean, I just, I felt like I loved the music so much. I love country and I love performing and, um, you know, uh, even at a young age, um, that it was, it was my whole life. I mean, country music is, you know, I was obsessed with it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, what can I do? What can I, is, is, it, is it possible to, to do a, make this into a career? Um, and, and, and just, to you know, to to be a songwriter and, and a singer like all the all my idols that I grew up listening to. So I, I just uh I, I decided to follow their footsteps and, and just started writing and trying to do what they did. And what has made you a better writer over the years from that age of sixteen till now? Uh, <laughs> I know just doing it a lot makes makes it better, but anything specific oh, yeah. along the way, whether it was co writers or uh networking courses well life life experience definitely uh that's a massive part i mean just to right. uh, to, to to be living and, and to be able to write stories that that uh people can relate to uh, just by going through things yourself i mean that's just the basics of, mm-hmm. of songwriting just trying to make people relate to you know things that you're writing but yeah definitely um songwriting uh, uh co-writing as well uh, I have not done a lot of co-writing in my life. Uh, I just didn't know any other songwriters, and I was just I was uh, not you know traveling at the time. I was I was just working, uh, doing my thing. Yeah. So I wrote a lot myself for the majority of my my life. And then, uh, but after writing and co-writing with some great uh, writers in Canada and in, in Nashville, I mean it's uh, uh, it's definitely a, a great asset to have a co-writer. Uh, just just to throw different ideas at you, or get a different uh, melody, or to take a song mm-hmm. in a direction you never thought possible, and to make it even better. It's just uh, that's a really great asset to have a co-writer. Absolutely. And what about pitching songs to other artists? Have you ended mm-hmm. up writing something that um, you think, man, this would be great for this particular artist, mm-hmm. and I'd love to try to you know pitch it to them. Yeah, I used to write that way for a while, actually. I used to write with an artist in mind. So I'd say, like, let's take uh, Luke Bryan today and write a song that Luke right. Bryan would release or be interested in. Yeah, I used to write that way a lot. Um, That's cool. And, and oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I have not, you know, have had any songs picked up by any artist, but, um, you know, really uh, wasn't really the main focus once uh, I started, um, you know, becoming an artist, professional country artist mm-hmm. myself. So, uh, you know, we we just uh, focused on getting the best songs that I had written at the time and and uh, trying to get those released myself. So, uh, but definitely something I would love to do uh, in the future uh, to get get a song picked up by someone else. That'd be amazing. Yeah, and I guess creatively it could help if you're if you're doing that. I mean, obviously songs are written on real life experiences, but you know then there's might be a fun song that you're going to write, and you could think, okay, I'm going to write a Luke Bryan style song, and that just might inspire sure. you to no, write 100%. a song maybe you wouldn't write. 
you know, I get hundred percent. Yeah. That's a, that's a bit, that's a big thing too, is, is you can't write all your music based on life experience because it's impossible. I mean, You'll you can out. only have so many. Yeah. You run out very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you, you have to, you have to use, you know, other people's music or other people's stories, people you meet, mm-hmm. um, songs you listen to as, as, um, an influence on your writing and you have to do that. Yeah. So, so it's, and it's, uh, it's, again, it's true. It's very, um, uh, it, it's, it's, it's liberating. It just, I don't know, it just, it makes the creative process so much more easier, uh, that way. If you, mm-hmm. if you, cause I know some people who only write just by life experience and, um, right. And, and you know, it, you can only write so many songs. It's just it's not possible to to keep going yeah. and to keep writing you know, hundreds of songs off your life experience. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if exactly. you're happy for quite a while, you're geez, all you're going to write is happy songs, and uh, <laughs> that's going to get tiring after a while. So yeah. you've got to find well, and somebody I think who's it around you. Who's not. Now, oddly enough, oh, yeah? for me, it's the opposite because I'm because like I write a lot of sad songs, and, and that's probably my better. Better music, is music like <laughs> gone like gone, you know, like gone like gone kind of style. But that that yeah, yeah. came from that came from where I, you know, like my influence growing up, right? So listening to the, the, the drunken uh, uh, breakup songs all my life and country music <laughs> it had exactly. to rub off somewhere. But I mean, exactly. So I took my I took a lot of my influence. I was a very happy person. And what people ask me sometimes is like, "Are you you need help? Like, do you need a hug or something?" <laughs> But uh, I'm I'm like no no I'm fine I just I just uh, you know I, I just take a lot of my influence from uh, influence from the uh, from from the old guys so yeah yeah it's just the place you go to as a writer it's not your current yeah, state totally. of mind at all but I know what you mean yeah you're going to that place that's yeah. a, sort of the template for country music and you're yeah, getting totally. a Merle Haggard mood and you're going to write mm-hmm. that style that's exactly cool. yeah I love it. Yeah. Jason, thank you so much. The time has flown by. It's been great to, to have you on and play a couple of uh, your songs from your album Waves, which our listeners can get at iTunes. And then we look forward to the release of Slow Hand, your next single in June. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. My guest has been Newfoundland's own Jason Benoit. Check him out online at jasonbenoitmusic.com. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country. <laughs>